0: You're listening to the Coach T Podcast hosted by my dad.
1: Well, I've listened to some of your uh, some of your podcasts and, you know, in in the years that I've been involved, I've talked to a lot of people and I've probably got um, close, maybe closest to the least amount of wrestling experience of of most um, head coaches and probably even most assistant coaches. I played Uh, football and baseball for four years in high school each. And then actually my freshman year, I was still playing rec basketball. I did not play for the team and we had a group of friends and one of our, one of our friends in the group wrestled. Um, he was, uh, 14 years younger than his next youngest sibling and his brother had wrestled. And so that's the, uh, the only way I knew of the sport was freshman year, Pete started wrestling and there were no youth clubs in the area. And, uh, like I say, I had never even really heard of wrestling. And so it was Christmas break of our junior year. And he was over at our, at my house and he said, Hey, he goes, we don't have 185 pounder. He says, I'm picking you up for practice and you're going to be it. And I'm like, okay. So the next day, eight in the morning, he picks me up. And two weeks later, I'm getting my butt kicked at a tournament in Anchor Bay. Um, so that year I ended up, I finished uh, six and 11. My first win was against a wrestler from Cherry Hill High School, which um, I'm not even sure it still exists. I, <laughs> I, had, I had never heard of it going in, and I, I don't know that I've heard of it since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my senior year, I actually I, I turned it around. I liked the sport. Um, and I think I was the heaviest wrestler we had on the team my senior year. And so I wrestled with our uh, 55-pounder and our 67-pounder a lot. And so I wrestled probably a little more athletic than most of the – the guys I competed against. And I ended up with 36 wins as a senior and qualified for the state tournament. Um, back then, it was actually at Lansing Eastern, I believe it was. Yeah. The, the yep. Lansing School at the big field house. And, mm. and it's uh, still
0: there. The, the field house yeah. is.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's funny, I, I look back at that uh, booklet that I bought, and Mike Krause is in that tournament, and Roy Hall. Uh, is in that tournament he was a junior at the time so it's fun to go back through there and and now that I've met more people through wrestling mm-hmm. um to see who was in that you know in that time era um Kevin Vogel he actually I was on the same bracket as him and and uh I saw him at a coach's um seminar a couple years ago I said hey uh I introduced myself. I said, you may recognize my name. I said, I'm on your, your state bracket, uh, you know, our <laughs> senior year. <laughs> so, but I, I did not place. Um, I finished fourth at regionals. And then I wrestled uh, Dean Monty from, um, from Waterford-Kettering, who had beat me earlier in the year. And he and I wrestled. And, and somehow I, I beat him in the first round at the state tournament. And then I lost. I think five to three to the. He was from Howell. Uh, he went on to take second to Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then um, I lost uh, my next match in overtime to Daryl Lynch from Pontiac, um, Pontiac Northern. And Daryl and I ended up being teammates at Northwood uh, playing football together. Um, so it's kind of a you know a small world with all these people that you knew through high school sports and then still continue on with or meet later in life. Uh, so that was my experience, um, wrestling and I wasn't on a mat then for probably, I don't know, 15 years. Um, Mm -hmm. when, when I, uh, I was student teaching at the time at Meridian. Um, I, I, had a career in sales for 14 years, which I loved, and I always wanted to get into coaching and it was primarily, I wanted to get into football um, coaching. And so I had, uh, I had coached youth football in Midland and um, coached with Gary Hollingshead, who was the, at the time, the middle school coach at Bullet Creek and at Jefferson mm-hmm. middle school. Uh, Cause they had two different middle school seasons at the time. And then he also right. coached youth. So um, I coached Gary's, son John in football and he started talking to me about wrestling and and uh, our older son Connor I think was nine at the time and Mm -hmm. Brennan or no he was eight Brennan was four and so Gary talked us into coming out to the the Bullet Creek practices and and, in the youth program and so that first year I didn't really do much coaching I just kind of watched and was in awe of how these youth tournaments go and and all the you know the fans and and the craziness of the whole thing oh yeah um you know at the time I probably couldn't have even taught how to do a stand-up I mean that's really how little I knew about wrestling um but then just kind of out of necessity started coaching uh with Gary and uh the the following year um the youth program in Midland um through the community center started up again. So Gary, uh, Gary lived in Midland. And so he went to uh, went there to start coaching. And I, I helped him that first year, him and Tim Kiff Miller. And, um, and then the following year, Gary went to Dow high to coach. And so he wasn't able to coach at the youth level. And he's like, okay, it's time for you to take over the program. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I am not qualified for this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I ended up doing that. And fortunately, uh, through friends, they talked, um, Gary Miller into, uh, coaching and Gary had wrestled at Olivet and at Swan Valley. And then his, his, uh, stepkids were, um, you know, of the age where they could wrestle. So through a friend, they got Gary talked into coming to the Midland program and and uh, gary and i and, and my wife and, and the McCanns uh from Bullock creek we all kind of ran that youth program for um three years and then i think as things evolved with with my younger son brennan and he became a little more competitive we kind of moved on to a more competitive uh club that i felt had stronger coaching than what i could offer right and uh then I started when my older son was a freshman. The Jefferson Middle School position came open. And I was already coaching football at Jefferson Middle School. And so I got the, the middle school wrestling position, and I was there for six years. And then Brennan's junior year at high school, the Dow position came available. And... I, uh, I wanted to talk to Brennan before I applied. And, and so I said, Hey, do you, you know, do you mind if, if I apply for this job? And he looked at me and he said, dad, sorry to say, but you don't know enough about wrestling to coach at the high school level. And I said, well, you're probably right, but you know, I will make a commitment to getting as many people involved that know a lot more about wrestling than I do uh, to help out. And I said, you know, just because I don't know a lot about wrestling doesn't mean I can't improve the program. Right. And I said, and, and truthfully, there's probably between uh, Brennan and Sam Martin and Brent Booth and Dustin Fletcher, those four, I said, I do know more than probably everyone else on the team. Right, And, and I felt my strengths at the time were running an organized practice, running a, an efficient practice. Um, kind of guiding the program. And um, I was able to get about six or seven volunteers that year that knew a great deal about wrestling and and really helped us out a ton. And that's how I first got a Facebook page, because I had to get my own Facebook page to be able to create a Dow High Wrestling Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to numerous alumni um, and just started – you know, letting them know what we were doing in hopes to bring awareness to the program, right. and so that was kind of you know how I got my start there. And then you know, Brennan graduated. I coached another year at at Dow with really no intentions of leaving, but I teach in Clare, mm-hmm. and um, you know, as you know, coaching in a building or a district that you're not teaching in adds a whole new level of dynamics and, uh, issues to deal with. <laughs> and so the position at Claire came, came, came open. And I talked to the athletic director about that and talked to my wife about that. Um, and I ended up applying for that position and getting that, that job. And, uh, you know, I was sad to leave, to leave Dow high and, and I, I had coached football there. I volunteered as a football coach here for five years as well when right. I was done coaching at Jefferson. And so I decided, you know, if I'm going to coach foot or wrestling in Claire, I'm not going to coach football at Dow mm-hmm. just so I could, you know, focus my time. And, and frankly, leaving Claire right after school, the second the bell rang to get the football practice or to run a wrestling program you know, that's two sports in a row. So it was just really difficult. So I, I chose not to coach football anymore and then just focus on the, the Claire program yeah. at that point. Well, um, so, I mean,
0: four years head coach, tell us about what was it like coaching your own son at the high school? Cause your, your son, I mean, I know you had two with Connor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm referring primarily to Brennan cause you actually coached him in high school Mm-hmm. Um, he was a pretty high-level wrestler himself. I mean, a three-time state qualifier. What's the
1: mm-hmm. dynamics like coaching your own child? You know, at at that time, um, I had made a lot of mistakes through the years coaching Connor in football and in wrestling. I never coached him in baseball because we were like oil and water with baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got along well with football and with with wrestling, but I, I, again, I made a lot of mistakes. I was a, I was a big yeller. Um, I, I didn't want people thinking I was treating him differently. So, you know, I probably yelled at him a lot more, made examples of him a lot more. And so by the time Brennan was in high school, I had gotten a lot of mistakes out of the way And, and certainly not that I was perfect. Um, but probably the biggest thing I learned was, after practice, after meets, um, just don't even talk to him about it. Let him, let him have his own time to digest, you know, whether it was a great game uh, or a great match or the opposite. And so I, I did that with football as well because I even though I coached at Dow, I never really coached Brennan's position. And, like his freshman year during games, I was always up in the booth. I was never on the sidelines and and i I tried not to discuss too much with him until he was ready to do it himself. um but when I got to coach him at the high school level, and it was you know directly coaching him with wrestling, I think our relationship actually got stronger um we We talked a lot kind of as mature adults, um, on, you know, practice structure and moves that are taught and pace of the practice and, and things like that. And we actually got along very well. Um, I still was probably a little harder on him than, um, uh, than the other kids. Um, and, and I don't know that that's unfair to him or not because, he probably was maybe even his four years at Dow um, for sure. Three, he was the best wrestler in the room and not that he could beat everyone, but because of size, but I I mean, he was probably the most talented for sure. Three years, maybe four years in the room. And so even if that same person wasn't my son, I would have pushed him more than the others. Right. But um, you know, having it be my son, sometimes that led to some, you know, dirty looks or, or maybe some quiet rides home or things like that where he was mad at me. But for the most part, it was a, it was a, a great experience. Um, you know, his, his first year at, at the state tournament, I was in the stands. I was not the coach at the time. And, and that was. Nope. Uh, Lee, um, but he, you know, and he, he won his first match, probably a match he shouldn't have won, and then he wrestled uh, uh, River um, Shetler in a second match, and and um, sprained his ankle badly. And and from where we were, I thought he blew out his knee. And so, you know, it's just a whole different emotional uh, set going on when when you're watching your kid, and and you and he gets hurt. Um, and he ended up; he didn't place that year, um, but it was a it was a great experience. And then after that, um, you know, I I was the head coach, and you know, it was still a great a great situation. He ended up qualifying two more times, but probably the the biggest thing is the highs are, are higher and the lows are lower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I've I've talked to coaches that co- have coached their kids and swear up and down that it's no different and that, you know, they have to love all their, their athletes, or they wouldn't be involved in coaching and it's no different. The emotions are the same. And I just, I, I don't believe it because I've watched those same coaches act completely different during a match or during a football game or baseball game right? than they do with other athletes. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I, I, I care deeply for all my wrestlers and football players and, and have great relationships with a lot of them still. Um, but it's different and, and it's, it's kind of a blessing and a curse because the highs are so high and the lows are so low, but it's definitely a different emotion set um, when you're coaching your own kid. And, and, you know, going into that, his senior year, he had been ranked as high as third Um, throughout the year and we went into the state tournament, um, knowing that on his side of the bracket, there were four kids that we felt could end up in the finals. Um, and that's how tough this bracket was. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I never thought he wasn't going to place and, you know, things happen and, and, uh, he lost his first match on a mental mistake which rarely happened. I mean, you know, Brennan pretty well. And, yeah. and usually, usually the mental mistakes were not uh, part of his game. Um, and then in the, in the uh, blood round, he gets thrown in a headlock for five to start the match and ends up losing 10 to nine um, with the other wrestler on his back. And we got, you know, we got two, two separate one counts, Mm-hmm. And so I, I actually beat myself up a lot uh, over the last few years about that, that tournament and just going into it, how I was uh, prepared or not prepared, whichever way you want to look at it. And mm-hmm. and so that, that for me was very difficult, probably more so than, than other wrestlers um, that, that I've had that have lost. Um, although That same year, you know, Sam Martin lost in the blood round as well. And I've, you know, I coached Sammy since he was, he was five years old and, or six years old. And so that emotionally was very difficult too. But, you know, like I said, a few minutes ago, it's, it's different when it's your own kid. It's a whole different set of uh, emotions.
0: I think you describe it best with the highs being the highs, the lows being lows. I haven't really had to deal with that because I only have a 4- and 7-year-old and mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. into soccer, so yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't know much about soccer, so I don't have a lot to get angry <laughs> about. Um, but uh, uh, you, you did the best you could, and, you, and you've done a great job with, with your kids. Both are mm-hmm. highly successful and, and doing mm-hmm. good things, and we're great off the map.
1: What? Uh, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. In your uh, position at Claire, now that you're a teacher and coach, and we navigated COVID and everything else, mm-hmm. uh, which which I, I could probably write a whole podcast or have a whole podcast on the trials and tribulations of coaching during, during COVID. Oh, for so sure. I, I'm glad for I took a sure. year off, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, timing is everything. His timing is everything. <laughs> what would be your advice to those coaches that are, are thinking about getting into uh, mm-hmm. and what they need to do to be, be successful?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the, the one thing, um, you know, as I was listening to your, your previous podcasts and, and listen to, um, these coaches, almost all of them had assistant coaching experience and unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, I don't know, um, I I didn't, I mean, other than a little bit at the youth level, I mean, I was kind of, I don't want to say thrown into head coaching roles, um, but I've never really, at least at the high school level with wrestling and even middle school level, never really had a chance to coach under, um, you know, an experienced head coach. Right. And, and I kind of think, you know, I, how much could I have benefited from that? And I think it, I think the answer is greatly, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, you know, I, I listened to Matt Shepard and, and he, he coached under some great coaches and, and spent four or five years at Lowell and, and had all those, you know, uh, programs that he could learn under. And, and I never had that. So the first thing would be, if possible, be an assistant coach somewhere. Um and you know, really uh learn from other people and take things in and ask a lot of questions. Um, you know, as you get into head coach, I would say, you know, one and my my wife kept uh having to remind me of this my first year at Dow um was you have all these great ideas, just understand you can't do them all at once. Right. And so you have as a coach, you're going to have your list of, you know, ideas and and things that you want to do with the program. Don't overwhelm yourself by trying to do them all the first year. It is it is definitely a process, whether you're taking over an established program or taking over a program that's, you know, at the bottom level, you're going to have to take time and be patient with whatever process and whatever goals that you have in mind for the program. And then another thing would be um, make decisions based on integrity. If, if you're struggling with, with a decision um, and there's integrity involved, always make the right choice. You're never going to be disappointed that you chose integrity over winning a match or winning a game or something that might have some sort of immediate benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then ask a lot of questions. You know, when I, when I first started coaching at Dow um, both you and Mike Donovan were extremely helpful to me and uh, were generous with your thoughts and your ideas and, and things like that. And, you know, that was awesome for me. Um, But ask a lot of questions. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. Um, Don't be afraid to get ideas from, you know, I I watch, I get the, I think all of us probably do that, Coaches Insider. And so I'm constantly, I'm constantly, you know, finding things on there that I can incorporate or that I pass on to you know, I, I pass them on to Brennan right now, or I pass them on to Aiden Delgerno who's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wrestling in college. And and so always look for places that you can learn something, whether it's um, on practice structure or whether it's on actual moves or a system of moves. Well,
0: well said so many things to mm-hmm. uh, for the young coaches to take and run with. And, and I think we talk about this a lot, that. Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot and never stop learning. I mean, that's a great life skill in, in itself is be a lifelong learner. You don't know right. anything. Uh, you sometimes feel like you do, but, but you don't. There's more things you can learn, especially uh, head coach. With, and there's coaches that, that have coached for 40-plus years. Have, uh, they still haven't seen every scenario play out, although they probably have oh. tons of them they could tell you about.
1: <laughs> right, right. So, but something over. new is coming up.
0: Yes, yes. Well, Dennis, I appreciate your time on the show and always appreciate your friendship and good luck to yeah, you. Thank you. It's going you. into uh twenty-one,
1: twenty-two. Thank you. Greatly appreciated. And I, I love love what you're doing and, and love listening to your uh, your podcasts. And and we we in the wrestling world certainly appreciate them. Well, thank you. It's my labor of love. So I, I'm gonna
0: keep doing them as long as I got time. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. All right, Dennis, take care.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to the Coach
0: T Podcast by my dad.